It's time to get ready to discuss how to position your company to be attractive to a buyer. Welcome to this week's DMC Marketing Nugget. Get ready for insider secrets and tactics from successful business owners and industry titans. Welcome your host with the most, marketing master, best-selling author, CEO of DMC and Printivision, the guy that wants your business to thrive, Devin Hurds. Here with us today to discuss how to position your company to be attractive to the buyer, he has built and sold three businesses in three different industries. He is the author of nine books, yep, nine different books, numerous articles and training manuals, a frequent speaker to business groups, and teaches marketing to new business owners for the SCORE Division of Small Business Administration. Welcome, the founder of Alchemy Transition, Gordon Van Wetchel. Welcome, Gordon. Thanks, Devin. Great to be with you today. It's uh, fabulous to have you here. Happy New Year to you. Excited to hear what you have to say today. Um, give us a little bit of the background on why you choose to focus on this area of business and how you're helping companies uh, potentially set their business up for sale. Sure. Well, what a lot of business owners don't realize is that depending upon which report you read, 85 to 90% of the businesses that are offered for sale never actually get an offer they don't actually sell and you know i looked at my own experience and i realized that you know maybe i've just been lucky uh, but the reality is most business owners spend their time thinking about running their business and they evaluate their business kind of by looking in the rearview mirror you know we think about all of the great things we've done the struggles we've had the, the dark night of the soul periods we go through as entrepreneurs and they don't realize that somebody who's thinking about buying their business is less concerned about what has been done in the past. They're looking for the future potential of that business. And to create that future potential in the eyes of an acquirer, there's some things that we need to do as business owners to build that value. Uh, and again, most business owners don't think about that ahead of time. And unfortunately, they get, they get no offer or an offer that isn't what they wanted. Okay. And um, I know you have different actionable points to really position your company. So is that really number one is to just try to get offers? What, what do you recommend as far as some of those points to really set your company up for success and potentially sell? Yeah, great question there. You know, most of us, when we start a business, it's with the intention of eventually selling someday. You know, maybe we want to you know, use it as a retirement vehicle or even just downsize how much time we spend in the business and have a management team that's running things. But most of us want to eventually sell that business. And to do that, uh, we help people, uh, we help business owners go through a process of studying what we call value builders. And there's eight of them. And this is all based on experiences with 65,000 businesses over the last 12 years and the results of those businesses as they've gone through and they've taken what we call our value builder assessment. And then we follow those people through the development of their companies and the eventual sale or however they choose to transition at the end of, of their, their working time. Okay, and, and the eight value builders, I know eight is a lot. Um, can you go ahead and give us a few examples of what those value builders may be? Sure. Uh, you know, one of them, and this is a difficult challenge for a lot of smaller entrepreneurs, one of them we call hub and spoke. 
And the bottom line question is, how dependent is your company on you personally? Uh, I lived in Denver for many years, and of course, it's a big hub airport. And when there's a snowstorm, that creates chaos throughout the airline industry. So when you're the, the, the focal point of your business and everything, all the decisions revolve through you, again, it makes it difficult for someone who's looking to acquire your company to wonder whether they're acquiring a business if they're making an investment or they buying themselves a job. Okay. So one of the ways that we ask our business owners to test how well their company can run without them is to take a short vacation and leave their cell phone and computer at home. But that might only be a three or four day long weekend initially, but over time we want to help them distribute the decision-making authority through in their company to their key people. And then as they come back from their vacation, see what might be broken and fix it. A few months later, take a longer vacation. But what we're really trying to do is help them take themselves out of every aspect of the business and distribute that authority. That way, when the time comes that they want to sell, a buyer's looking at that business as something that can run maybe not 100% independently of the owner, but it's not going to require the new owner to step in and manage all of the operational aspects day to day. That would be buying a job, not an investment. Allow DMC to help you build an empire. Whether you crave the local limelight or global domination, being recognized as the clear choice takes deliberate action. Dynamic marketing consultants can equip you to tame the competition and become king of the beasts. It's a jungle out there, so eat or be eaten. Schedule your introductory call today at yourdmc.com. Okay. And, Another and one do you is rec- we- let me just jump in there real quick. I mean, as, as far yeah. as, you know, business owners, and I love the vacation idea, first of all. Um, so I'll, <laughs> I'll take your advice on that. Um, but as far as business owners, do you see a lot of times when companies are getting acquired, are those business owners that are being bought out staying on board or are they typically on to the next thing? Well, most business owners we talk with would like to be, what's with what you say, on to the next thing or, or retire. The sad reality is most businesses sell with some sort of earnout or contingency related to the sales price. Now, an earnout is when the owner has to stay on for a period of time and continue in management, or a portion of the proceeds of the sale are put in a reserve account against the business maintaining certain standards before those final proceeds are actually paid to the owner. And the overall umbrella title for that is an earnout. Most business owners are surprised when they receive offers that include an earnout. Uh, we all think it's kind of like selling a, a, our home or a piece of investment real estate. You know, you, you walk away from the closing with your check and you're done. Right. Unfortunately, most of the time it's not like that with a business. Yeah. And I, I just, you know, I hear of people selling their businesses and it sounds attractive, but then they're working there and then they're starting to be a, a, you know, an employee and they're not liking that. So just understanding that is interesting. So I didn't mean to cut you off there. If you want to go ahead and uh, share a couple more value builders, that would be great. Sure. Uh, 
One of them we call the Switzerland structure, and it's based on the, uh, the reality that the nation of Switzerland has always been neutral uh, towards the rest of the world. And what we mean by the Switzerland structure in business is that your business is no more than 15% dependent on any one supplier, any one customer, or any one employee. Uh, if you think about it for a minute, that makes a lot of sense. If more than 15% of your revenue is based on a single customer and something happens to that customer, it has a significant impact on your business. Uh, same is true with a key employee. If that employee leaves, uh, it might take several months and two or three other employees to be able to replace what they did. So we try to help our business owners really diversify their business, their suppliers, and their team to make sure that they don't have that extensive dependence on any one component. Very cool. Very interesting there. And um, I, I think that's probably a, a good thing to look at, whether you're looking to sell your business or not. Is that correct? I mean, just that that knowledge of where your business is and how your clients are set up and your staff is set up. I think that, yeah, that's a great insight because most of the people that we work with through our transitions program are not thinking of selling immediately. In, in fact, if somebody came to me and said, hey, I want to sell my business in the next year, I probably wouldn't suggest this program to them. There's other things we can do to help. But this is really a program that's a 12 to 18 month deep dive into these eight value builders and giving the business owner time to work and improve those things. Uh, again, typically not all eight are going to be necessary for every business, but there's always going to be three or four or five areas where a business owner can make substantial growth in their business. And even if they're not thinking of selling for eight or 10 years or even longer, having these additional values built into their business is going to enhance their revenue over that period of time as well. The yeah. other thing that our business owners find is as they incorporate these value builders, as the business becomes less dependent on them, as they develop their team, they don't have to work 60 hours a week anymore. You know, that taking a, a vacation that we talked about a minute ago, that's pretty easy to do. Uh, you know, we've got business owners that have gone through the program and, you know, they'll take a month off at a time and not tell their staff where they're going and they come back and their business is just fine. So that's an enviable position to be in. All right. Well, I want my team to listen to that as well. They do a great job of covering my back, but, um, you know, um, being able to have that freedom. And I know we talk about that a lot. It's not always about what you want in your business, but it's about your lifestyle and those goals that you have. If you want to travel, be able to work remotely, you know, have a team behind you that's able to get things done. So I think, uh, you know, having that team is, is a great place to make sure you've got good people behind you, which here at DMC, we love our team and they do great things. Uh, but also being able to know that you can escape the business and you're not so entrenched in working the 60, 80 hour weeks that uh, sometimes business owners do. Yeah. Exactly right. One of the things that companies or individuals who are looking to acquire a business are, are often focused on is, is there any recurring revenue in the business? And recurring revenue is different than repeat customers. You know, recurring right. revenue really focuses on, are there contracts in place? Are there ongoing relationships that there's a definite cash flow coming in each month from those clients? Because what that tells them is that there's going to be some capital continuing to flow in the business during that transition period. Uh, 
so recurring revenue is something that we try to help our clients develop. And again, for a lot of companies, they can't think of a way to do that. But uh, oftentimes we're able to find some part of their business that we can create a subscription model or some sort of recurring revenue in and enhance the value of their business through that driver. Well, that, that sounds familiar to us as well. We, we always are trying to have packages that are not just a one and done type of package, something that someone yes. is going to stick on for six months, a year, you know, social media management, uh, being a full agency for a company. These are things that you're just not done a project, then you move on. So it's that constant month in, month out type of repeat uh, relationship that you have. So I would say that's got to be very attractive, knowing that you have contracts with those types of people or those types of engagements to bring that value up of your company. Okay. Let me share three kind of metaphors with your, your audience, Devin, about okay. why somebody should consider embarking on this, this effort to build value in their business. And the first one that, uh, that I would say is we, we call Rembrandt in the attic. Okay. And here's the image. Let's say that you've got, you want to sell your house and you've got a, a, a very nice 2,500 square foot, two story, four bedroom house on a nice cul-de-sac, good schools. It's a good quality home. And a, the next cul-de-sac over, there's a, a very similar home, same size, and the two homes go to market at the same time. Well, you would assume they would go to market at about the same price. But in your home, hidden away in the attic, you have a priceless Rembrandt painting. Obviously, when that's discovered, your home is worth a lot more. Well, frequently when we're working with a business, we find that there are those hidden Rembrandts in their business that the business owner didn't really realize how much value they have in the open market, what an acquirer might consider to be valuable about that part of their business. And so by going through this process, we can help them find those and enhance uh, that particular part of their business even more. The second metaphor is kind of the opposite of that. And the, the little mnemonic that we use to help our clients remember that is cholesterol, the silent killer. Okay. You know, cholesterol is something that can be going on in your body and you don't know about it. There's no pain associated with it. It's not like you're, you're feeling bad. Uh, the only way we can know about it is through some testing. But all of a sudden it builds up and, you know, somebody has a heart attack, which is why the medical profession calls cholesterol the silent killer. By that same token, in our businesses, oftentimes we'll have factors in our business, well, like hub and spoke that I just spoke about a couple of minutes ago, where everything is running through the owner. Well, that's something that's really going to deter probably the majority in most cases of potential buyers for that business, because those buyers are looking for an investment, not a job. So by going through this process and identifying these value builders and enhancing your business through those strategies, uh, you can avoid that, that cholesterol that might be in your business. And then the Great third advice. one is, the third one is Sully. Captain Sullenberger, you might remember, this was the pilot of that plane that landed on the Hudson River about 10 years ago. Now, Captain Sullenberger was a consummate pilot. He'd been a pilot since he was a young man. He had flown that model of airplane for thousands and thousands of hours. He taught other pilots how to fly that particular plane. But with all of that experience, Captain Sullenberger had never had an opportunity to land that plane on, a Hudson, on the Hudson River. 
Well, the same again is true in our businesses. We spend a lot of years building a business, but most of us never have the opportunity to practice selling a business. So if you wait till the last minute and then engage a business broker or an M&A professional, depending on the size of your business, you may find a, a lot of surprises because you've never had the opportunity to really practice or really build your business to position it for sale. So again, that's another reason why we encourage people to consider going through this program and really focusing on the value builders that are gonna enhance their particular business for whenever they choose to sell. And even if they don't sell, maybe they're gonna turn it over to their management team or you know, their kids wanna come in and take over the business. Uh, you still wanna have it positioned as best as possible, the highest value possible for whoever your successor is. Yeah, I think that's uh, super important there is not just may not be interested in selling right this moment, but building the foundation, building the systems, making sure these things are in place. So if you ever have that itch to sell, desire, something happens in your in your personal life that you need to switch gears. <laughs> I think these are all yep. great things to, to reach out to Gordon for. Now, you've worked with a, a lot of different companies and I know you sold a handful of companies, different things like that. Give us some some real results of what you're experiencing out there in the marketplace now, and maybe a couple stories of some businesses that you've helped sell. Sure. What we find is when we start with a, a prospect, and you know whether they engage with us or not, you know we offer this free value builder assessment. It takes about fifteen or twenty minutes for a business owner to go through it, but it will result in a score based on these eight value drivers. And what we find is the average of businesses as they take this score across all business niches comes in about 50 to 52 on a scale of 100. Well, if we work with those business owners and we can take them up to a score of 70, it will almost double the offer price that they get. Most businesses are gonna sell for a multiple. And again, this is just very broad brush. Uh, sure. It's a general generalization of all niches, but most businesses sell for about a three to a 3.1 multiple. Now in some industries, that's a multiple of revenue, in others it's a multiple of EBITDA, but that three, three times is pretty normal. What we find with a business, if they can raise their value builder score to over 70, that goes up to five and a half times. If they get to 80, it goes up to just over seven times, seven, 7.1. So by going through this process, there's a significant increase in the amount you might be able to sell your business for, and certainly the amount that you'll walk away from when the sale is completed. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, is now I'm, I'm hearing more of this type of acquisition in bigger companies, even in the marketing world, taking over some of the smaller marketing companies that are out there is now yeah. for some reason, a good time to consider this. Is there more people looking to acquire businesses at the moment? We're seeing, that's a great insight, Devin. We're seeing a lot of consolidation across many industries, uh, professional practices. Look at what's changed in the dental profession over the last decade with the regional companies coming in and acquiring independent practices. Uh, I, we do some work in the dental industry and I, I read a recent article that talked about just under 50% of the graduates from dental school now are affiliating with one of these chains. It could be a regional chain, it could be one of the national ones, uh, but the incentives for them to just go into that type of business are great. We're seeing the same thing happen in a lot of industries. And you know, even in the, the digital marketing agency space, 
there is some consolidation going on. So yeah, I would say that's a it's a good thing if if you are looking, then uh, reaching out to Gordon to figure out how you can get that score up to seventy and, and bring in that extra dollar amount for your business. I think that would be great. Now, uh, I, I would assume you've been in business just for a, a couple years, right? Um, so if, in your life, at time, and in your businesses, is there anything that you feel that you would have done differently or changed the way you went about things, maybe in your earlier stages of running a business? You know, I could rattle off a half a dozen of them if we had time, but let me say, uh, I would not try to do as many things myself. Uh, I wish I had learned earlier in my career to really focus on the things that I'm very good at and outsource the others, hire somebody to take the things that either I'm not as good at or that I just don't like doing. Uh, early on, I felt like it was a weakness if I couldn't do everything in my business. And you know, that's, that's a false economy. Uh, my businesses would have grown faster and I would have been more comfortable and had a better quality of life if I weren't spending 60 or more hours a week working, trying to do everything myself or trying to manage everything myself. So if there's one thing I could tell a, a, another entrepreneur, it would be focus on what you do really well and find somebody to do the other things. I love that. Yeah, I think that's it's super important. We all try to do so many different things. Uh, it's hard to delegate finding people that are better than you at the certain areas that you're not that great at. Uh, it just gives to help with your bandwidth. It's going to help with scalability. Uh, so I, I love that advice and really appreciate all the wonderful nuggets that you provided on today's uh, episode. Uh, I know you've been kind enough. You mentioned your assessment. Uh, so go ahead and uh, give everyone the link that they can go ahead and grab that assessment as I think any business owner really should take this and, and see what they're all about, what their score is. Absolutely. Uh, they can go to our website, alchemytransitions.com. Alchemy is A-L-C-H-E-M-Y transitions.com. And there's a couple of actual assessments that you can take on there, but Value Builder is really the one that will give a business owner some insight into what's going on in their business today. Uh, when they do that, I'll get a, a notification via email and there's a, a full extensive report that we can prepare and send back to the business owner so that they can get an idea for what would be involved in improving those. And you know, they can work on those themselves, they can engage with us, but you know it's a tremendous amount of valuable information uh, that really gives them a, a snapshot of where their business is at today in terms of how an acquiring company might look at their business should they decide to go to market well it's the beginning of the year and i know as a business owner that's when things trigger to say start looking at the business a little bit more how you can improve things so i think this is a great way to to kick that off and get a real evaluation of where you stand so uh, I appreciate you passing that along to our, our watchers. Um, any final words, uh, Gordon, that you'd like to share with our um, our viewers? You know, I'm, I continue to be bothered by business owners that don't, they get to the end of their career and they haven't figured out, they haven't realized how important it is to prepare for sale. We spend so much time as entrepreneurs running our business we, we think that it's going to be easy to sell. And as I started our conversation with over 85% of the people who try to sell a company never get an offer. And, and it's got to be frustrating when you get to the end of your career and can't do what you wanted to do at the beginning. So, you know, I, I really encourage people, whether they work with our company or not, I really encourage them to think about 
what's going to be involved when that time comes, even if it's a long way in the future, and start sure. doing some planning today. Yeah, I think uh, being aware of what you need to tackle right now, focusing on the top priorities, but looking at these things for down the road is just going to give you peace of mind and understanding that you are investing your time, your energy and building something great that is actually saleable. You may not think it is, but it is something that could be. Uh, so again, Gordon, really great to have you here. Thank you so much for all the wonderful nuggets. And uh, we look forward to doing some business with you ourselves and passing anyone over to you uh, that we may come across as looking to sell their business. So thank you. Thank you. It's been great to chat with you. I've enjoyed our conversation. Absolutely. So go ahead and find us out there on your favorite podcast streaming app and be sure to like and subscribe for more DMC Marketing Nuggets or visit dmcmarketingnugget.com to view all our past episodes. Here's to your success.